0: Welcome to another episode of the Random Access Podcast, brought to you by RAPodcast.net. Recorded live on May 14th, 2009, this is episode 101. Those of you who are looking for Podcasting 100 or Astronomy 201, that's down the hall. Uh, Before we get started and pass out a syllabus, let me just uh, take roll. I'm Anthony Lowe, but everybody here can uh, call me Andy. Um, the boy who walked in late in the back there, I'm guessing you are David H. Uh, Pele? Uh, Pele, sir. Pele. All right. Next time, try and be here on time. I'll lock the door after five minutes just to let yes, you sir, know. I'm, I'm, I'm very sorry, sir. Thank you. And I also have down here that we've got a uh, foreign exchange student here. Um,
1: could you please speak up? Can I? Yay! Got on, beer actually no in my fridge <laughs> we we could we
0: could um, fedex you some but that would take a while
2: well why would you fedex me australia uh, american beer i could just drink the water here
0: yeah he's he's got a point <laughs> yeah oh my goodness for those of you who don't recognize that voice that is Kaza. he was part of the extremely
2: extremely extremely long podcast Packs last year. Yes, unfortunately. And yeah, that was... I think I'm probably running on about the same amount of sleep as that pod- podcast too. Oh, come on. That was after three days of no sleep. True, yes. So over the over
0: the long period of time, less sleep overall. But he's still running on oh, less sleep. Yeah. I, I'm
2: mostly running on less energy drinks because, <laughs> damn, I was... I think I went through almost an entire case of balls that weekend. Oh, God. I'm, I'm wondering how come there has never been a case of caffeine poisoning
0: at PAX. Can you have caffeine poisoning? I think you actually actually can overload on caffeine.
2: I, I think Big Red would definitely be a number one contender for that, though. Well, he's not just doing caffeine,
1: though. He's he's doing some other stuff to keep himself awake. Yeah. And Q- oh, and here we
2: go. Thank you,
0: Wikipedia. And seems that some of the government talks about caffeine overdose. You can have more than 300 milligrams of caffeine and you can start to have a uh, caffeine intoxication.
2: Isn't that just called a rush of en- energy?
0: Yeah, it may include restlessness, nervousness, excitement, insomnia, flushing of the face, increased urination, gastrointestinal Disturbance, muscle, twincing, a rambling flow of thought and speech. Yeah, sounds like Big Red.
1: (laughs) Shaking, tremors, nausea, vomiting, irregular heart rate, panic attack, and confusion. Ooh, hallucinations at even larger overdoses. Seizure can result in them being unable to breathe.
2: Would this be anything like the Future episode where Fry had a hundred cups of coffee in a single day?
1: No, 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 no. See, in in that, he just, like, got super speed. In this, he'd think he had super speed. And then most likely die.
2: (laughs) Yeah. (laughs)
0: <laughs> Ooh, I can go really fast.
1: Thud. <laughs> but that fall would take you like five minutes.
2: <laughs> mm. Oh my goodness. Well, listen, you sit, you're sitting there thinking you're going really, really fast, and to everyone else, you're just sitting there shaking slyly. Right. I do have to say, I did have acute
0: caffeine intoxication on Fat Tuesday senior year, when I decided to give up caffeine for Lent. And Ooh. went through like four liters of Mountain Dew in one sitting. Basically, yeah, those giant mug, big, huge mugs that you see at the gas station. I had one of those of Mountain Dew every class period. I said, "How many ounces?" I have no idea. Those big, huge
1: jugs. That- Probably like somewhere between thirty-two to sixty-four ounces. I,
0: I, I the.
2: I don't even know how to describe... I don't have them anymore, so I can't, like, look at them. For people like me, it's almost two liters in, in a single class. <laughs> Any four and classes. That's just mind-blowing. Yeah, kind of, kind of uh, nuts. Strange fact brought to you by Google, you should probably drink that much in water every day. Seriously? Yeah, uh, apparently it's recommended to drink 64 ounces or two liters of water every day cool. to maintain he- a healthy balance in your body.
1: Yes, 64 ounces a day, but not 64 ounces four times in one day, which is what Andy did. <laughs>
0: Not even a whole day. That was from like eight o'clock in the morning until about two o'clock in the afternoon. So that was like six hours. Yeah, yeah. I, I had, I was shaking at, by the end of the day. I,
2: oh. I remember the first time I drank coffee like seriously drank coffee it was at a event here called bar camp which is a web 2.0 conference Mm -hmm. and we had it was sponsored by a local group called five senses coffee who import and roast their own coffee it is the best coffee in australia easily i i know people from it's made in perth and i know people from the other side of australia who buy this stuff but they uh i had i think Three coffees within the first two hours of the conference, and I was basically bouncing off the walls. <laughs> oh my!
0: All right, so Perth is Indian Ocean side, right? I'm just yep. trying. okay. So, and then Sydney is Pacific Ocean side. Pacific, Pacific Ocean. It's on the east coast. Yep. Okay. How how big is Australia?
2: It's, I mean, in terms of landmass, it's around about the same size as the continental USA. Really? If you exclude Alaska and Hawaii, yeah, it's around about the same landmass. Huh. So to fly well, from is we only
1: have Perth to like, Sydney is like four and a half hours, five hours? Yeah, around about that. Cool. Yeah, it's, it's about a
0: five-hour flight from Perth to Melbourne. Except you have, just like the U.S., absolutely nothing in the middle,
2: right? Oh, come on. You guys have Kansas. <laughs>
1: what you will learn this time I'm, when when you go to PAX as you travel in the CCST is there is indeed nothing between uh, Minnesota and, like, Idaho. There's some mountains. Mm. And I've just alienated any possible listeners in either Dakota or
2: Montana. Actually, no, that's where you're wrong, Dave, because there is something there. It's the Liquor Barn in Fargo. That's right. That's very true. Which, to be honest, is going to be a highlight of my, pack, of my CCST experience. <laughs> Nobody, like, believes us when we talk about this giant barn of liquor. I missed it. I didn't go with you
0: guys to the liquor store. Oh, place is huge. I'll but have yeah, to make yeah, my way to the of, Between Minneapolis and Fargo, there's nothing. Between Fargo and mm. Bismarck, there's nothing. Bismarck and Glendive, there's nothing. Glendive and Butte, there's a mountain at the very end. <laughs> between Butte and Billings... Billings, there's nothing. Between Billings and Idaho, Fond- there's a mountain. Not Fond du Lac. Coeur yeah, which is Idaho. There's another mountain at the very end. Um, there's nothing between Coeur Well, there's d'Alene and Spokane are kind of like the same thing, but there's nothing between mm. Spokane and... Kendall, the, or not of uh, Ellensburg? Yes, Ellensburg. Mm. And then there's nothing between Ellensburg and Seattle except another mountain. The reason that the they chose the, the stops, passed.
1: the reason they chose the stops they did, is that there's no other place to stop,
2: <laughs> unless it's the side of the road. Yeah, right. That's you'll need to bring a book or two. You see, this is something I can uh, understand because I mean, Perth to Melbourne, there's nothing for about 800 kilometers, uh, which is when you hit Cargili, big mine, big gold mining town, has one of th- has the oldest lawhouse in Australia in it. Seriously, this is a highlight of the town. (laughs) Then you have the Nullarbor Plain, which is basically one of the longest stretches of road in the world, I think. Oh, okay. I'm seeing you because on Route 1 to A1. I'm looking at Google
0: Maps now. This is fun.
2: Yeah. Basically, it's dead straight, nothing there, red dirt either side, and a black strip of road in the middle. It is possibly one of the most boring drives anyone can do. And yeah, then you hit Adelaide which is uh, on the other side of Australia, basically. Wow. That, Dave, if you ever have a chance, just Google Perth
0: to Sydney and then just look at a majority of that trip, and that will make North Dakota actually look like something.
1: <laughs> mm. I'm actually already there.
0: <laughs> like from Norseman all the way over... Oh, Norseman's to, very nice. See Norseman, to, uh, I'm going to slaughter at Caduna? Seduna? Sid, oh, Seduna, yes. Yeah, that's... Uh, with a C? sea Yes. Yes, Sedona. Okay, 1,174 kilometers of absolutely nothing. Yeah, Seduna's in South Australia, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Oh, wow. Oh, my goodness. So, the... Okay, so, Cosmo, you'll actually know what we're talking about when we say there's nothing there because oh yeah, that is absolutely nothing. Australia is somewhere you don't want to break down. No, 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 you don't. Really not. <laughs> one of these days, though, I do want to go to Australia. Just, to, but I'll stay to the outside
1: edges. Oh, I highly recommend. I think well, everyone that's stays to the outside edges. I think even Austra- any sense. Even Australians stay to the outside
2: edges. <laughs> I mean, we do have one major city in the middle of Australia, Alice Springs, but that would not be there if it wasn't for or uh, the Northern Territory's main attractions being around it, that being Ayers Rock, Kakadu National Park, things like that. If they weren't there, Alice Springs would not exist. So it's literally a tourist town. It's mostly a tourist town. I think it's also a major stop. Like, it's basically there as a it's a truck stop that
0: grew. Oh, okay. So
2: it's Iowa. Yeah. Okay. <laughs>
0: We'd like to thank everybody listening to How is Australia Like the U.S.? <laughs> mm. Well, I suppose we could hit topics. Like the this giant spiders fun. invading the Australian Outback?
2: Uh-oh. Uh, yeah, check your shoes. <laughs> uh, I'm wearing sandals. <laughs> like, people don't believe me. It's like, okay, you get up in the morning, check your shoes for spiders. And they're like, what? It's like, no, check your shoes for spiders. Seriously, motherfuckers are in there. <laughs> Scores of eastern tarantulas, which are known as bird-eating
0: spiders, can grow larger than the palm of a man's hand. <laughs> Jesus, those are big.
2: Oh my god. Have you, uh, do you have a first hand account of this yet, Kaza? Uh, no, mostly because the thing i like most about this story is the fact that it's happening in queensland which is on the other side of the country although i'm quite perfectly fine with spiders i'm i mean i've had pet spiders and my brother's uh tool shed is uh, the windows you can't see through them for the spider webs but (sighs) the weird thing is you go into his shed at at night and you there's not a mosquito or fly in sight (laughs) mostly because the spiders ate them all right so spiders i'm a big fan of them but these ones they're big. Six inches.
0: Jesus. I, j- I just saw that when I was going through the, the list of because people were comparing these giant spiders to those uh, fire ants. Yeah. Like the fire ants. What was oh, it?
1: The, the raspberry the, ants? Raspberry ants, yeah. Yeah, these spiders don't eat electronics, though. No. Mm,
2: thankfully. <laughs>
1: yeah, you missed out on that. That was uh,
2: where, were, where were these ants? Down in Texas. Houston. Oh, God.
1: They're, They were down in Texas, and they would actually eat electronics.
2: Surely that can't be good for their health.
1: No,
0: they would most likely die, and then they would just clog up the electronics and short them out. Uh,
2: Yeah. I actually uh, love one of the comments on this. What does it say? Australians should turn this into a wonderful wonderful crispy crispy snack. snack. (laughs) Tarantulas can be marinated, lightly battered, tempura-style, and deep-fried. They make delicious. (laughs) Brought to us by Lee from Penang in Malaysia. (laughs) What do you think? Why his ingenuity,
1: I think I'll pass. I, I think the fact that these things are, are poisonous might kind of discourage people from eating them.
2: Yeah, but you, you know those Southeast Asia. I mean, was it, uh, Thailand or Vietnam, or and or, uh, uh, where they uh, do shots of snake venom for fun? Oh, oh God. That I didn't know. <laughs> yeah, man. Uh, it's in southern Thailand. you got, you got a lot, a lot of these very shady places where they do a lot of those endangered species kind of deals. Like, you can buy, like, what is it, tiger parts or whale parts or dolphin parts as aphrodisiacs. But uh, one of the things they do, they do, like... Um, they also do the monkey brains, where you can eat uh, fresh monkey brains. But they do shots of snake venom instead of alcohol. Okay. <laughs> These guys are messed up, man. <laughs> oh, yeah. Okay. So
0: the actual reason why I posted that, other than because uh, of being on here, is the fact that this article comes from the Times in the UK. Not the not the U.S. Times. but Right. Um, mm. And it's from their website. And if Rupert Murdoch has its way, we would have had to have
2: paid for that article. Or really? Or just go to bug, com. Have you guys where? ever used that website? BugMeNot no, BugMeNot.com It's basically a website where you put in a URL for something that's asking you for a username and password And they say, here, try these username and passwords <laughs> Holy crap So it's, it's basically to get around all the uh, like, uh, forced registration of certain websites Huh. Most Such popular, New York, Times, New York Times, New York yes. Post, Washington Post, Chicago Tribune, IMDb, YouTube. Wow. Wasn't that one of the ones that Rupert was wanting to base it off, the uh, Washington Post model?
0: Uh, no, the Rupert wants, because basically the only online subscription-based newspaper that's actually making any money... Is
1: Rupert Murdoch's Wall Street Journal? Oh, it's Wall Street Journal. Yeah, yeah, which he already owns. Yes, which is why they have a subscription based. Well, they actually well, tried the only- it out before
2: Rupert uh, <laughs> bought the newspaper. Mm. Well, that's the thing. I mean, who reads Wall Street Journal? Rich guys. A bunch of investors on Wall Street who are rich and can afford to. Mm-hmm. I can't imagine your average Joe wanting to pay for Times Online or the standard like Australian newspaper, web- news websites. Nobody would pay for those. Right. He, Rupert Murdoch is
1: pretty old media. mm and so he, he hasn't quite accepted the paradigm
2: shift that's happening. As you can see with the rest of this article where it's basically saying, by the way, News Corp has basically gone, gone into the shitter with, uh, was it, losing 47% of its operating profits. Right. Um, and the only part of it being profitable at the moment is 20th Century Fox. Even yep. MySpace is losing money.
0: Mm. What a shocker there. Nobody's doing MySpace anymore. But yeah, Rupert Murdoch says within the year he's going to... Uh, start charging for the uh, newspaper stuff, things like The Times and whatever else News Corp owns, which is many, many so
2: things. So are they going to make this a bit of a premium service where you pay for the access to the website and you don't get ads? Because no, you, if you, you pay... pay for
1: access to the website and you don't get the website otherwise. It's yeah.
0: kind of like the or... Wall Street Journal onri- online right now. Normally, I'm guess if they follow this model, it'll most likely be, okay, the news is going to be free for first X number of days. Sometimes mm. it's two, sometimes it's a whole week. And after that point, basically to access the archives, so what the New York Times are doing as well. If you want to access the archives of the New York Times, that's when you're going to have to start ponying up money. Mm. So if you want to look but back the thing is, at I an mean, article. They've,
2: they've still got a perfectly good ad revenue model, uh, which most websites survive off quite happily. I mean, news.com.au, is, which is the major news website for Australia, works perfectly fine based on... Social media and advertising revenue from uh, targeted ads. Uh, they, I think, they use Google Ads, mm-hmm. and they turn a fair profit. They uh, and there uh, was it News Limited, which is an the Australian new, uh, mogul. Uh, What's his name? Packer. Uh, yeah, the Packer family. Uh, News Limited. Everybody else hearing that, or is that just me? I'm hearing that. It seems to be Dave. What a surprise. Are I you do, playing the switch on your uh, did, that, headset? No. Although it's worth noting the headset. Because what mm. headset are you using? I am using an Astro Gaming A40 headset. Wonder, It's pretty sweet. Isn't it? I'm using yeah, one. The really I, cool
1: part? Oh, go for it,
0: Andy. Tell I, me what you're using. I am using the Logitech USB headset that came with SOCOM
2: for the PS2. Oh, God.
1: Yeah, that's what I was using, and then I've been like slowly upgrading,
2: and now I'm using the Astro Gaming set. I would normally be recording with my nice uh, Rode Procaster mic, but unfortunately, uh, some gen has nicked off with it to record a wedding. Oh, so I got
0: that bastard. That. Mm. Those damn
1: weddings always get it in the way. Yeah, I think I got one of those coming up soon, don't I? Yes. We both do, Dave. I should probably get my like suit dry cleaned. Actually, I've got one this
2: Saturday. Welcome to welcome to May and June and July. Yeah, well, that's the weird thing. We're on the other side of the world. It's not meant to be wedding season for us. Oh, you're yeah. right. It's like does it ever snow Saturdays. down there at all? Or no? No, no snow. Um, we get snow in the mountains over in New South Wales and Victoria, What's the um, but otherwise, hits? nothing. Perth hits zero, but all never right. goes below it. And so you could get
1: snow. That's, that's, that's zero, zero Celsius. Okay. So, if there were moisture, you could get snow.
2: Yeah. Well, we do have moisture. We have rain. Just it okay. doesn't get cold enough long enough for... Like, ah. we don't have any... It's zero at night, but during the day, it comes back up to mid-teens. It's not bad. So, I mean, okay, once or twice, we've woken up with a bit of a, like, frosting on the grass, mm-hmm. but that disappears within five seconds.
0: The coldest temperature ever recorded in Perth was the overnight minimum of zero degrees Celsius on the 27th of July, 1998, which oh, beat the old record of 1.2 <laughs> Celsius on July 7th,
1: 1916. Mm. That's the we- coldest, That's like the middle of July. That's the coldest it gets.
2: Yeah, which is yeah, zero. Well, which is equivalent of your middle of January. Yeah, right. I think all I'm hearing, all I heard, all winter, or all of your winter from uh, the other packs, people living in Seattle, was like snow, death, destruction all across Washington. Yeah. Well, that's because
1: they actually got like a, a couple inches out there. Mm. Actually, I think it was a couple feet, but they're they're not used to it. It would uh, be like if Perth were to get five inches of snow. Okay. Uh, then all the Australian papers would be going like death, destruction, and mayhem in Perth because.
2: No one we knows have, what to do. We have, yeah, we have absolutely no preparation for snow weather whatsoever. There's no such thing as uh, snow tires. No such thing as putting chains on your car mm-hmm. or salting the sidewalks. Or salting the roads. Mm. Well, that's We, I When I went over there, I was wondering why the roads and highways are in such poor condition compared to what we have here. And it basically came down to the fact that you guys get snow and ice and extreme colds in winter because the roads can't handle the snow and being destroyed by the cars driving on them in snow tires.
0: Yeah, that's actually, when you ever go buy used cars around Michigan, actually some some people will most likely list how many Michigan winters it's been through. That gives (laughs) you an idea of the the state of the automobile. Or it's then, oh, this thing's been in the garage for all the Michigan winters. Don't worry about it. Other people are like, yes, it's
1: been out driving through eight Michigan winters. And you're like, oh, not touching that one. Oh. My poor car has been sitting outside. Like I, you know, I use it, but I park outside, and it's been there probably for six Michigan winters now. All my cars, See, I've I've never parked in a garage ever.
2: Mm-hmm. See, we have the opposite. We have. Does the car have air conditioning? No. Screw that. Go to the next one. <laughs> if it doesn't have air conditioning, because we get like weeks of uh, forty degrees Celsius, which is. Like About 110. 105, yeah, 105, 110, or we get, oh, I mean, last summer we had a couple of days of 115, I think, and yeah, you just don't go outside on those days, it is, and, or if you want to drive anywhere, air conditioner, all the way, Wait, it's, it's just an Australian fact of life, you do not own a car if it doesn't have air conditioner <laughs>
0: God that's that's hot. Yeah. Mm. Right, so speaking of... Okay, so another segue here. Murdoch, definitely old-school media with the whole Fox news and mm. such. Speaking of Fox and other things, um, some of the uh, TV executives are actually thinking that
2: Hulu is a problem. How so? It's not just the tv execs who think hulu is a problem by the sounds of it who else thinks it's a problem uh warner cable was it
0: was it warner that was getting sued about that or was that another one
2: no uh, i remember hearing that um hulu was basically the excuse for or things like hulu was the excuse for warner putting the caps uh threatening the such low caps on the internet over there
1: uh, it's probably one of the things that factored into their decision because, hey, why watch cable
2: when you just watch it all on Hulu anyway? Right. They're worried about losing their customers. Or, hey, why customers. why buy DVDs when you can just watch it on Hulu? But it's, it's like, basically
0: when, um, okay, there's a basically a cult following of It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. Some of those crazy which is something I picked up last time I was there. Yeah. Um, and they used to have every single one of the episodes on Hulu. So you could actually watch the entire series. Mm, by the free. request of FX, the network that carries it's always hunting in Philadelphia, they've pulled out all of the episodes except the last
2: 5 mm-hmm. and Wow, that's, that's a bit of a change.
1: Yeah. They well they do that with a lot of other shows now too, like House. Yeah, has only They the... only keep they only keep the last five episodes up. Oh what a surprise.
0: FX is owned by News Corp. You didn't <laughs> FX Fox. Oh, you're right. Forgot about that. fixed his fox
1: Light. yeah the, the, the twin searchlights didn't
0: give it away? No, because the, they never really had the twin searchlights. Andy, so. look at the logo.
1: It's right there at the bottom right of the image. Oh, wait. Oh, yeah, it is. Oh, okay. So, I'm sorry. I didn't realize that. <laughs> so <laughs> Do you d- see what I have to work with?
2: Mm. Hey, hey, hey. Who was ready to go at noon? Hey, I was. I was. Oh, no, you were ready to go at midnight, damn it. <laughs> Okay. I was ready to go at 6 o'clock in the
0: morning, actually. Okay, that one was my bad. That one was... <laughs> <laughs> I apologize oh, for that those one. those
2: damn Americans can never keep a schedule. <laughs> you can't take them anywhere.
0: <laughs> so, the, the TV executives and the content providers and stuff are actually thinking that Hulu is actually dipping I into the DVD true. sales and the carriage fees, which is what the companies make when they charge Comcast and right. stuff to carry the channels.
2: Mm. Right. and worn a cable yeah
1: it's this seems kind of sad well this seems like they they finally woke up and realized oh shit we probably shouldn't have done it quite like that uh if mm-hmm. we want to maintain the profit levels we're making
2: it's like oh this internet thing it'll never catch on well you yeah, we'll know w- who, who want to watch a TV? who who would want to watch tv on the internet right <laughs> it's it's real sure,
1: sure that uh yeah we'll we'll whatever we'll try it and Oops! It was a success,
0: and then the it, TV it was a like, raving
2: success, wasn't it?
1: Yeah.
0: Well, I think it actually comes down to the advertisers. The advertisers are scared of the internet, therefore they're not <laughs> because willing it's to put. Something they can't measure. Yeah, they're not willing to put the ads what on the show. Can't measure.
1: They can measure it way easier on the internet than they can in traditional advertising. Oh, actually, because, yeah, it's the Nielsen. They can get exact numbers from the Internet. They know exactly how many times their ad has been viewed.
2: But they don't know that. These aren't smart people. They're not logical.
1: No, I I think most of the ad companies, the actual ad companies, have realized this at this point. Mm. After five years, they've, they've noticed that, hey, we're getting estimates from this side. And actual exact numbers from this side. Mm. Not only do we know how many people watched it, we know where they came from before they watched it. We know how long they sat on the page with the ad. We know where they went after the ad.
2: We know where they live.
1: Yeah. <laughs> so why are there not? Cause Cause I, it's I, not I've watched it's not shows. ad agencies. It's, I, it's the company. It's cable companies.
0: I, well, yes, mm. I've watched shows on Hulu because I missed numbers one time and I've watched it on CBS and I've watched things on Hulu and all other stuff. I have one time, saw the same short 30 second ad 5 times in a row yep but that's not the ad uh, the advertiser's fault that's Hulu's fault. Why? There's there's only so many ads to go around. Do you think they would have... It was also for an uh, oil of a LA lay face cream. So this was definitely no, that, not a targeted ad. That was... So you Hulu. would have thought
2: that use targeted ads considering it's internet. I mean, you, you, right. go to the, but, you go to any website these days and it will have an ad that will suit what you are. Like I, I go to Facebook and I get sick of, hey, it says on your Facebook you're single. Let's throw you some uh, what was it eHarmony ads because, hey, clearly you're single. you single, you need a girlfriend. Oh, God. Wait, d- don't get married and tell Facebook because you'll just get
0: <laughs> marriage ads for everything and anything on Facebook. I wonder what my be... Facebook
2: ads Actually, are right now. What would be really kind of funny is Actually, if have you, you got signed yourself up, up married. Have, Go ahead. have you got yourself um set as engaged, Andy? I do. Let's see what the so Facebook ads getting, are. The target ads would probably be like wedding planning and yeah. things like that transferring I think it would be really sad
1: if you made data. yourself married and then Facebook starts giving you divorce lawyer ads.
2: <laughs> or it watches, or it watches your status, and as soon as it goes from married to anything else, it starts giving you the divorce lawyer ads. <laughs> it's like, hey, I just noticed you stopped being married. How about this? <laughs> you know,
0: they're actually, but aren't a, there as, any as ads I was saying earlier, oh, here we are. Yeah, the, the okay, so the advertisers right hidden. now are just. <laughs> I'm sorry. Facebook now just looks like a giant ad to me.
2: Yeah, mm. It does. Do you know what the weird thing about this story is? Mm. Guess what I don't have? Access to Hulu. Exactly. You can't get to it outside of the US. Bingo. Unless you happen to have a VPN program like Hotspot Shield, which gives you an American IP address, which means you can start watching Hulu. And I had one glorious day of Hulu. And then Hulu decided, oh we going to ban all of Hotspot Shield's IP addresses? Mm-hmm. Ooh, they're blocking of all the boxes. proxy addresses now. Oh, yeah. That's okay.
0: That's another thing that really irks me, especially because uh, when did you guys finally get Rock
2: Band down in Australia? Uh, we got it around about two months after you guys got Rock Band 2. <laughs> we still don't have Rock Band 2, by the way. Unless oh you pick it up at an import store. Oh, yeah. Unless for ungodly amounts of money. Actually, no. I got it for cheaper than you could buy it in Australia easily. Uh, Rock nice. Band 1 was selling for 110 Australian or 100 Australian, thereabouts. Mm-hmm. And I imported 10 copies of Rock Band 2 from uh, the Game UK site. And that cost me $79 per copy. At which point I then turned around and resold them for $110 each. Nice. I pretty much paid for my copy and my best friend's copy by doing that. Wow! They're actually selling on eBay in Australia for up to 160 bucks.
0: Jeez. And that's 160 Australians. So that's even yes. more. You was uh, it less US? More? No, at, less. At the it's the uh, it 160 100 Australian
1: bucks. is about 120 uh, US. Okay. At the time, it would have been about 100 US.
2: Okay. God, these exchange rates, they make my mm, head hurt. They're actually recovering, so I might actually get a decent deal at PAX this year again. Oh, rock on. When I was at PAX last year, I was getting almost one for one. Like, we were at 95 cents to the U.S. dollar. Nice. And as soon as PAX was over, it fell through the floor. <laughs> we were almost—we were down to 55 cents to the U.S. dollar. So we almost halved the value of the Australian dollar. Wow. So, <clears throat> I, I was... I'm like, thank God it stayed good for packs, and now it can all go to hell because I don't care. Mm-hmm. Until a couple of months from now. And then you're like, come on, get fast yeah, up, come back up. up again, you bastard. Come back
1: up. Yeah, there was a, uh, one point when the Canadian dollar was on par with the US dollar. I think that was so around right. about the same time. Yeah, so many people came in from Canada into Detroit and and Michigan and probably the other northern states as well. It's ridiculous. And pranced around saying, we're rich, we're rich. And I laughed and said, you still have to pay $4 more for a book than we do.
2: Mm. Yeah, that's that's the weird thing. The Australian dollar got really good against the US dollar, but we're still paying the exact same amount for games, movies, -hmm. everything. Because it wasn't that your dollar got stronger. It's really that our dollar got
1: way, way weaker.
2: Yeah, well, that's thing. At the time, it was like, "Hey, shopping spree on the US! Every buy everything on the internet from the US, and it was about half price." Yep. Although at the moment, I'm buying everything from the UK because they aren't doing too well against us at the moment. Welcome to a global economy. Speaking of shopping. economies
1: and victims of an economy, and an old bet from Andy and myself. Oh
2: God! I got Three. another bet. You got another bet? Go for it. Let's hear the other bet. No, I'm. I'm, I'm Just amazed at how many bets you guys have between each other. Oh, plenty. (laughs) Well, you see a
1: a stone on the ground. You say, "I bet you, I can kick this." That far. No. Uh, 3D Realms has closed their doors. This does not mean. That Duke Nukem Forever is dead. No, it just means that it is well, I, I can't even say it's less likely to come out because it wasn't likely to come out in the first place. Have you seen the the plethora of
0: in game footage and concept art and models and everything that's been being released by these guys? Okay. After they closed. So there there was something there. But now it's gone. It's not gone yet. They, take, two gone. Hasn't, take 2 hasn't
1: officially announced what they're doing with Duke Nukem Forever. You, actually, you know This could improve the chances of it coming out, because they could hand it to another developer who will actually do it.
2: Yeah. I just believe that the entire project is cursed, and whoever takes it will go under as well. <laughs> That'd be kind of sad. So please give it to Activision. <laughs> oh, God.
1: Why would you do
0: that?
2: Well, I hate
0: them. Yeah, Activision was not very kind to Australia
2: for a long time are they still not really good to you guys at all um no it's really everyone else who's not very really kind to us i mean activision and ea know that let's just sell it everywhere and try and make as much money as humanly possible out of it um whereas you got like 2k games who tend to screw us over quite regularly i can't buy a copy of, a copy of civilization 4 at the moment at all <clears throat> it's not available okay. on steam it's not available on any other service and you can't buy it in stores wow that um, really sucks, and of course you've got uh, MTV Games, who you know about the Rock Band debacle. Yeah, right. But I, Activision, they're like, hey, we can sell something cool. Let's sell it over there. Let's sell it everywhere, so and let's sell see, ten different versions in a year.
1: Being nice to
2: you, yes, but they're still evil.
1: <laughs> yes, but they also own Blizzard. So
2: if you give it to one, you have to give it to both. They, 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 could, I they could split I again. I still don't believe they own Blizzard blizzard owns them
1: yeah well they, that's true but even so it's still the same company
2: mm. so if you give it to one you've given it to both y- you know exactly who's wearing the pants in that relationship right there <laughs> the french what the french the what Vindy. Vivendi,
0: Vivendi, oh, Vivendi owns Blizzard, which merged with Activision. So the French are wearing the pants. Mm. That's kind of a scary thought. I don't know. People
2: keep people keep saying, "Hey, give it to Valve. They'll do something good with it." And I'm like, "No, don't curse Valve. <laughs> give it to Valve. You won't see it for thirty years." Yeah, they'll they'll bring it out when it's right.
1: And <laughs> oh, but then so will Blizzard. I mean, both companies are are very guilty of that.
2: But to me, it just it says it all when you look at the act the most unfortunate acronym. In gaming history, for a game to have for its title, I mean, what does everyone call it? DNF. What does DNF stand for in other circles? Did not finish. Bingo. Oops. (laughs) It makes perfect sense. It it would never come out because it is called did not finish.
0: Oh man. This this That's bet it. that I had just because I thought the Google telephone would never come out.
2: Yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Oh, that was that bet. You guys bet uh, which would come out first, Duke Nukem Forever or the Google phone? Mm-hmm. Yep. Andy, why?
0: Because <laughs> I didn't think it would come out. Because he like wanted to Google buy me dinner.
2: <laughs> oh, man. Speaking of buying dinner, I noticed something on my calendar the other day. Isn't it your birthday, the first Friday of PAX, Dave? Yes, it is.
0: Is there a Doesn't Mongolian barbecue in Seattle? It's meant
2: to be taking you out for dinner. Uh, you,
1: okay. Dave, is there a Mongolian barbecue in Seattle? There is not. What? Damn. Mongolian barbecue is actually a, a Midwest thing centered in Michigan and Ohio. You've got
2: to be kidding yeah, me. Yeah, the, the Seattleites That's tend that, to be more focused on the Japanese and the Vietnamese, i mm-hmm. found.
1: There is a Mongolian barbecue rather close to Kaza, relatively speaking.
2: What, Mongolia? Yep, there's one in Ulaanbaatar. I would have just said, go to Mongolia. There's Mongolian barbecue everywhere in Mongolia. No, but there's like this chain. There is one in Mongolia. Oh, it's a restaurant chain?
0: Yeah, yeah. kind of um, uh, an all-you-can-eat stir-fry sort of place. It's actually really good. That.
1: Depending on when you fly into Detroit, maybe if we stop for dinner before we drive the four hours out to... Uh, South Bend, I can take you there.
2: I'm actually looking at coming in sometime on Monday. Okay, and then yep. I cool. think we head off on the CCST Tuesday morning. Yes. Yep. If I Tuesday recall, Tuesday
1: afternoon. Afternoon, if.
2: we leave about two. Okay, plenty of time.
0: Yep. Damn it! Now you're going to make me want to drive into Detroit. <laughs> ah
1: ha ha ha! And we'll you know take- you want to start the CCST from out here, Andy. <sighs>
0: I did that last year. <laughs> what did I do starting out the CCST last year? I drove you started in Canada.
2: <laughs> I drove east to Canada and then I drove west. Oh, my. then again, I am flying east to go to Seattle, mm-hmm. and I start in Seattle. You are you are like the pack sponge. I, I'm I'm all up for it, man. I am just point me in the right direction i'll go nuts that said i i bought my plane tickets the other day
0: oh
1: dave 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 Dave. i'm doing part of the ccst (laughs) four hours
2: to south bend i'm doing a a tenth of the ccst (laughs) and then you have to drive back to ann arbor Mm -hmm. and then get on a plane two days later to fly over to pax anyway and still beat you guys oh you're, you're you're flying in before we get there yeah i think so I'm pretty sure I get total- there before you guys do. You should totally hook up with the Magical Mystery Tour and meet us at the convention center. Uh,
1: if my plane's not delayed, I, that's what I was hoping to do. Dave, if you need oh, the, uh,
0: the bus number to get into downtown from the airport, I know it. Okay. So I could, I could tell you what to do for that. Good. Uh, I might need that. All right. So Dave, you have Google Voice.
2: Yes. Cazza, do you have Google Voice at all or no? Much like Hulu, Google, Google Voice is the only in America thing again. Oh, that's... Damn. I'm, well, maybe they'll open it eventually. Do you it, have an it's iPhone like trying to It's like trying to explain Google 411 to people over here. It's like... Google what now? On phones? I have used Google Google as this internet thing.
0: So much. Oh, man. I don't don't even have an iPhone. You don't even have an iPhone? Nope, I'm a Nokia man. Oh, you and those Danish,
2: right? Mm. Uh,
0: Nokia's
1: Swiss, isn't it?
2: I thought it was Danish. Mm, yeah, it's Danish. It's, uh, they're in Norway, I think. Finnish, sorry. Finnish. Finnish yes. One of those Scandinavian countries. Mm, although Eric if the N97 what, doesn't, live up to, doesn't live up to expectations, I'm going the iPhone. 32 gig model, of course, which should be released soon. Yeah, but
0: the reason why I bring both those up is both of those have the voicemail to text feature. Or you don't Mm -hmm. actually happen to listen to a voicemail. You can Mm. actually just read a text message of it.
2: I thought the iPhone didn't. The iPhone tried to make voicemail a bit better by having visual visual voicemail. voicemail. It's like you have an email inbox with your messages in it, but they're all still voice recordings. Yeah. Whereas isn't Google Voice now doing... Transcriptions. uh, They'll transcribe your voicemail and send you an email of of it. Yep. Okay, so uh, iPhone still does... Sucks. Audio? And, okay,
0: just, I'm trying to make this, mm. but you said your your uh, your text message sucks, Dave? Yeah, well,
1: it, it, do you remember, Andy, what you said to me in the last uh, voicemail? No, what did I say? Uh, you were looking for the one guy's grave? Yes. So this is what it came through as text. Hey, Dave, it's Andy. That's good. I'm calling for Very Robert, but I need to figure out where Black's, so it'd be really cool with that she gets actually in coal in right now. Today would be very so if you could give me a call, but... Uh, call back. That would be great.
2: All right. Talk to you later. So, it got the start and end fine. <laughs> it's just the actual message part. It completely screwed up. So I yeah. heard, "Hey, Andy.
0: Hey, Dave. This is Andy. Blah 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 blah. Blee blue, blee blah blah blah. Thanks. If you could give me a call back later, that'd be great. Bye. Pretty much.
2: Wow. Uh, awesome. Let's see. Wasn't Mo playing with uh, this Google Voice stuff a while ago? Like he was seeing how badly he could trip it up. Mm-hmm. Hey, David. Hey, when you do get back to your
1: apartment, could you track hum by your door and see if my zap sound check this is should still be in the envelope? Hi. Okay. Thanks. Bye. <laughs>
2: So, it Man, needs work. I've got to start calling you at weird hours just to go to your voicemail just to see if it reacts to Australian accents. Oh well. god, it's going to get killed. You're I start talking and all of a sudden servers start exploding in the Google data <laughs> center.
0: What's going on? Does not compute. But so the, the thing on Slate was said that it's now the end of the voicemail. And with this wonderful example of Google Voice, it's I'm got a have ways to, to go. disagree.
1: <laughs> it's yeah, got a little ways to go yet. I think they've got some work to do. They're right. I mean, Slate is absolutely right in the sense that it has now started down this path where voicemail will be absolutely ridiculous.
2: Well, that's the thing. I mean, you, you, nine times out of ten, if I'm calling someone and they don't answer, I'll send them a text message. Right. You just hang up and send an text. email. text. It's easier. Yeah. Or, or at work, I call a customer. and It's like, oh, they're not picking up. Hang up. Send them an email instead. Mm-hmm. I don't leave voicemails. Mostly because people don't check voicemails. Right so
1: they're they're certainly correct in the sense that it's falling away but it's not going to happen immediately it's no. it's still got a ways to go no, no, yeah. no, no, no. That said, if you speak slowly and clearly, the Google transcription works very nicely. I yes, think the- but who speaks slowly and clearly? Well, I think the next time you call me, Andy, and get my voicemail, perhaps you will. Or Maybe I'll just talk off like normal. Beforehand. Dave,
0: you know how long it is- took me to actually
1: put your Google Voice number in my phone? Uh, it took until I started texting you from that number. Yes, that, that was it. I'm not See, one willing to change.
2: The main problem with this article is he's uh, complaining about how the most difficult part of voicemail is leaving the voicemail. To me, this transcribing doesn't solve that problem. It, mm-hmm. You still have to leave the voicemail, which means you still have the very awkward, Hey, you're hey, not there. You going? Yeah, I, um, yeah, can you get back to me about that thing? And yeah, you, you end up, you still end up with that. So it doesn't really resolve the problem in the first place. Right.
0: Would, would going to text messages and Twitter be the answer then? It Possibly. seems to be. You
1: see, that's, that's the thing, though. The is, well, but the problem with that is it's so limited.
0: Yeah. You text message is 160 characters. Twitter
1: is 140. Yeah. It's so much easier with me just to
0: grab my phone, hit one button, literally. It's, Dave, you are programmed as Q on my phone. I just hit okay. one button, and it dials Dave. I don't have to sit there with my thumbs and my fingers trying to type out a message of, hey, where are you at? Do you want to do dinner? It's like the, the typing it out will probably take longer than just calling him, letting it ring, having Dave pick up so I know he's actually, he gets it right away because I'm talking to him at that time.
2: I'd agree in terms of conversation. So, like, if I was to leave more than, like, a sentence on their voicemail, I'd probably leave a voicemail. But for things like, hey, what are you doing for dinner? I'd just send a text mail with one, one sentence. You don't really need that much more than that. It's it's like the entire philosophy behind Twitter of it only being 140 characters. You don't... Well, what you don't need anymore because you're not meant to be in a conversation. Right. The
1: other advantage to texting is that it doesn't require an immediate response. Yeah, you know, it's more at their convenience. Hmm. So Andy, if you and I want to do dinner, I, I could call you. But if you're at work or if you're busy, then, you know, I have to wait and wait and wait. And then, you know, it's kind of annoying to you if I keep calling. Whereas I send you a text and say, hey, you know, are you free for dinner? It doesn't take that long to type it out. And then you'll get it when you get it.
2: And in some you situations, re- it's actually easier to text someone than it is to call them. Like if you're... Yeah. Sitting in a meeting room, or at a meeting, or in a place where you can't really talk uh, at full volume, it's easier to just send a text message because it's nice and quiet. Okay, I could see that. There's, how I have been
0: sometimes at work where sending a text message is a whole lot easier than answering a call from my mother
2: <laughs> who can't yeah. handle voicemail, let alone texting. Right. Yeah, especially when you get those embarrassing phone calls, like from your mother or significant other or someone who or a grandmother. It's like you don't really want to speak to them. The way you speak to them in person in front of co-workers. So you don't want to hear the co-workers go, Oh,
0: I love me, you too, (laughs) poopsie, (laughs) whoopsie.
2: Pretty much. Check. So you can get all mushy in a text message without looking like a big mushy pile of poo. Oh, you can say things in a text message, which you'd get fired for in a work situation.
1: It's just important to remember that text messages are uh, recorded and can be checked on later by other parties. Mm -hmm. So don't text on your work phone? Yeah. Yeah.
0: Speaking, Speaking of Twitter and text messaging, this one's actually kind of neat. Some guy used Twitter search and he searched for the phrase just landed in somewhere. Like, just landed here, or I just landed oh, yeah? here, and he's, like, somebody says, just landed or... in London, heading to the pub for a drink, and then I'm off to bed. Somebody else is like, just landed in Maui. Somebody
2: else, just landed in Sengal. Mm-hmm. Or something that I may be texting or saying on Twitter in come August yeah. just landed in Seattle oh god who are all these people why are they mobbing me yeah
0: <laughs> so they took that and then he also went through and parsed their the basically their home location data right and so he's actually was mm-hmm. able to basically show using Twitter movement of people over 36 hours so it seems Ooh. a very odd image to see of people literally like popping back and forth over 36 hours
1: yeah looks like a lot of travel from within the US yeah, and some really, really far travel. And so, like nothing with Mexico. There's like one person who went to Mexico. Yeah. Got to watch yeah, out why, yeah, well, they could have been coming back from, I don't know. That'd be just as scary, I suppose. But it seems like a really, th-
0: that's weird data to be parsing from. You don't think about it, but you could, like the guy was pointing out, it's like you could use this for like the, the, the swine flu that was going around. You could just look at the the progression of a virus or something like that using data from a social networking.
2: Yeah, that'd, that'd be really cool. I mean, and it's all just static. It's it's all just like data that's just lying there, I mean it's yeah. easy to mine and get in there. find out really weird data once
0: you actually have the ability now to just type a few lines of code mm. and just find it all so I don't I don't know. I sort of like Twitter and then there's other times where I just I don't like Twitter. It's kind of I, scary
1: what they can mine from that yeah, well, it's, you just got to be careful about what you actually put out. I just put out
0: haikus yeah
1: <laughs> I love them to
0: try and, and mine that data. I am amused by can your use haikus.
2: she's out of a bot.
0: Especially with the slash marks and everything. it's whew, Yeah, they would have no idea what I'm talking about. You haven't posted on Twitter in a while, have you? When was the last t- Twitter I posted? Let's go to Twitter and find out. Twitter.com
1: slash QS23. I need to sign in, damn it. Uh, it's May. You're getting Actually, married. Just looking Still at not this not map, nervous. there's
2: nobody in Perth. Well, does uh, that the only ones really in Australia are th- traveling to Melbourne and Sydney. Oh, and one to Canberra. How many people usually... I mean, how big is Perth? Perth is about one and a half to two million. It's a pretty sizable city. Yeah, but otherwise, no. Actually, do you know who could use this data? Mm. The makers of Pandemic. <laughs> oh, God. So what's no, no, there is nobody flying to Madagascar by the looks. <laughs> is that really... I mean... The, does Madagascar have an airport? No, wow. apparently it has a seaport only. <laughs> well, but I mean that brings up some interesting points. Is that this is actually useful data, assuming this is a valid sample? Yeah, I mean, well, it's a sample from a social networking site such as Twitter, where, right. I mean, it's not really. It looks like it's it's predominantly a sample from the US. Yeah. So, well, that's well, thing you look at where the main Twitter users are. They're predominantly in the US. Uh, a bunch of them in um, uh, Europe, Eastern Europe. By the looks, and some in Southeast Asia, although they, those are mostly seem to be lines traveling to Southeast Asia. Right. But then, I mean, all you need to do is modify the algorithm to start looking for uh, have just landed in using uh, Mandarin, Spanish, French, and you start getting all the different languages and you start hitting more people.
1: Yep. Now, the, the one issue I have with this algorithm is that he's using their from location as their home location, mm. right? And that's not always going to be the case. If I'm flying from San Francisco to Seattle for some ungodly reason, my home location is still Ann Arbor. Mm. So if I say just landed in Seattle, it's got to show me leaving Ann Arbor. Or if I have a connecting flight.
0: Well, what happens if you. Oh, yeah, you're right. Because if you put just landed in Dallas going for my connection, and then just put down just landed in Seattle, there'll be two spots one going to Dallas, one going to Seattle. Right. Both from Ann Arbor. Yeah. Well, so it's not perfect, but it's still really neat that you're able to get this sort of data out of
1: tweets. And the videos are pretty cool. Yeah.
2: Mm. A lot of people flying out of Florida. Well, wouldn't you fly out of Florida?
1: I don't know why I'd be in Florida. (laughs) The sun? Exactly. Andy, it's mid-May. We have plenty of sun up here. So Mininova is now filtering their content.
0: Really? Yep, because their Mm. court case is coming up. Yes. Okay. What an odd time to do it too. (laughs) What a shocker. Once the court case is coming up, they decide "Mm, maybe we should try filtering some
2: of our content. See, that's why I still support the guys at the Pirate Bay because they're just brazen. They're like, We're not gonna filter anything, we're not gonna stop anything. Yeah, did you see they still operated the entire court case? did you see their latest uh plan no uh
1: it's it's called a distributed denial of dollars attack so it's the ddo dollar sign instead of ddos Mm. where they want everyone because you know they have to pay this like two million dollars in fines they want everyone to send uh like 18 cents to the the lawyer company the attorneys that were representing the other side because that's who they have to send the money to um but if they all use this online service. The attorneys only have like a thousand free transactions. So eventually, if everyone keeps sending them 18 cents over this transaction, so they'll run out of the free transactions and it'll actually cost them more to process the transactions than what they would be getting from the
2: payments. Oh, those sons of bitches. Those brilliant bastards. Is that um, not fantastic? Oh my goodness. I so- just love them more. I mean, yes, yes they stand for something which I'm... Is illegal. Not, it is illegal, and I'm not promoting it. But just what they do, just just thumb thumbing their nose at corporations.
1: Because hey, I just watched the uh, 61 Hours Just Landed video. I think there's one person going to Perth now.
2: Oh, yay. It's about that area. Well, there's not much else in that area. We're the only international airport on this entire uh, side of the country. And it's probably Perth. Yeah, yeah. the clo- next closest international airport would be Jakarta in Indonesia. Okay. I've so said anyways. Before we're the most isolated city in the world. I, I would not doubt that. Yeah, of, of your size,
1: side. I'd give you that.
2: True. Is there,
0: okay, there's one thing I really... Thought was kind of neat, we want to hit this right before we hit the random topic at the end. Okay, last topic mm-hmm. that I just posted. There's a em- empathetic systems project s- set out by a couple of le- electrical engineers um, and, uh, and comp sci profi- What empathic? Empathic. Yes, not empathetic. Mm. Empathic. Empathic systems project. There you go. All right, this was done by Northwestern University. They want to try and scale your CPU usage based on how satisfied you are
2: of the service. And they say they can get up to a 50% uh, decrease of energy usage from doing this. Yeah, isn't their main goal to decrease the energy usage, which uh, allows for more battery time? Yeah. So, right. wouldn't this also include things like uh, screen usage, um, GPU, and things like that as well?
1: Yeah. Well, they're looking more in laptops, so GPU isn't going to be quite as uh, a powerful a factor.
2: But still,
0: they were looking. They wanna compa- they want to compare. They want to measure your biometric feedback, so like your pupil
1: music, how hard you're pressing on the keyboard. Okay. And- so it's it's they're what they're looking at is if they if the CPU's clock speed is lowered. Yes. How much does that affect you? Yeah, And in the areas where it doesn't really affect you and you you don't get annoyed at the computer, then that should be included in future programming where, you know, just lower the CPU here.
0: Yeah, but this thing will actually, they're trying to have it, so if I'm just sitting on the train and I don't want the information right now, if I'm just relaxed, Mm -hmm. I'll just dial down the CPU so things... Are slower, but I'm not angry about it. But if I'm trying to find something like right now and I'm sweating You're in a rush, and i yeah, I'm stressed, then it hopefully it will kick the CPU into high gear, hundred percent efficiency, so I can get to my information faster. Right. Which seems like a really cool idea. Instead of taking it from the programs, it's taking it from the, the user itself to try and cut down on energy. But
1: the the thing is, they want it to be uh much more automated than what you were just suggesting. Really? Yeah. Yeah. They want it to be completely automatic okay. That's why they're doing all this measurement.
0: Okay, so they're measuring using all the biometrics to basically set up yeah. the
1: usage in the future. Okay, they're, they're doing the research. And it's worth noting that they uh, are also looking to do this on things like cell phones. Oh. Like the Android phone.
2: one. Yeah, in particular, an
1: Android phone. Uh, there is, in fact, an app that they've written... Called the Nu Jam Logger uh, that's out on Android Market, where it collects the data from you and sends it to them privately. It's to participate, private. oh, the
0: links on the very bottom of the article.
1: Mm-hmm. So those of you with Google phones, Dave. Yeah, I'm. I'm already uh,
0: searching for it. Awesome. Well, yeah, that was. I, I thought it was really neat that they're actually basing it off of
2: user satisfaction. <laughs> It's- yeah, well, first thing, I mean, at at the moment, um, I'm barely utilizing the CPU on this thing. It's barely going over 10% and all I'm using is Skype and Firefox. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, to me, do I need a dual-core 2.4-gig processor in this laptop to do what I'm doing right now? No, I don't, clearly.
1: Yeah, I'm only using 30% of mine right now. I'm at 66. What are you doing, Dave? 92% of that 66 is the uh, search filter. Search filter? Search filter host. It's a Windows service.
2: Oh, the, um, yeah, the indexing uh, for Windows file system, NTFS. Oh, okay. Which you can turn off, by the way. Yeah, I'm probably going to. I'm getting a little uh, annoyed
1: with it because it's gotten my CPU up to like 98% before and held it there. Ew. Which during the winter is fine. I don't mind that because it heats my apartment. (laughs) During the summer, kind of sucks.
2: Yeah, I used to have that with my desktop PC. I had it uh, underneath my desk next to my legs and... I would be, I'd have the air conditioner on full blast and my top half, I'd be wearing a jumper. I was so cold. My bottom half, I was wearing shorts because it was so hot underneath the desk. Mm Mm-hmm. That's kind of funny. Mm.
0: Oh. But
2: I'd need the air conditioner on, otherwise the bloody computer would overheat. Yep. Yeah. And then, of course, you've got the nice frying pans known as the MacBooks. My, my friend Andrea actually has a permanent burn scar on her leg from her MacBook oh when the first aluminium mini ones came out. That's terrible. Mm. I mean, it's nothing. It's just a red mark on her leg, but it was caused by her MacBook sitting on her leg and overheating and heating her leg up. Wow. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, I haven't passed 40% on my CPU, so that's... Yeah, my laptop, I mean, all that's really open is Firefox and Twitter is sitting at like thirteen percent.
0: So yeah, this would be great for us, because then we could just downgrade all these things when we're not really using much of them. Right. Mm. But again, this is not us that would be doing this. No. It would be
2: it would be a program in the background automatically doing it
0: for us. Right. And hey, I'm all about using less energy now that I've seen what an energy bill can be
1: Yeah. <laughs> it kinda sucks, doesn't it? Yeah. So it's probably about time to hit the random topic. I uh, rolled ahead of time and I rolled a three, which was: Do you think about rewatching the TV shows you loved as a kid? If so, which? I don't think about it. I do it really. Which yeah. ones? Uh, let's see. Every so I'll try and pick up in Animaniacs or Tiny Toons or Gargoyles. Oh, what are some of the other ones? Quantum Leap, actually. Yes, I watched it when I was a kid. No, no, it was a good show. I like Scott a back. Fantastic
2: ago. show. You're gonna laugh at some of mine, actually. Go for it. Dukes of Hazard. <laughs> I, As a kid, I thought that was the best show on earth.
1: I tried not to laugh, but that was just so
2: unexpected. <laughs> <laughs> but I also... I mean, I was into the cartoons, of course, so um, was it Astro Boy and Voltron. Mm-hmm. Although I watch them now and think, wow, oh these God, are these really, suck. really... Yeah, they really crap. Like Voltron, this the first five to about seven minutes of every episode is a recap of the last episode. Mm-hmm. You get a, probably about well, that's five anime minutes in of general. actual cartoon. And then the end of the episode, the last seven minutes of the episode, is saying this is what's going to happen next, in the next episode. So you're pretty much constantly going on a previously and a next on. It just shat me so much. It's like, can't you guys just cut out, like on the DVD, cut out the cartoon and just piece it together in a single stream? It would be like probably a half hour show then, and that's an entire season of the show. <laughs> yeah, but that's a lot of anime does that. Actually, did you guys have uh, Mask over there? yes. I remember Mask. Oh, that that was an amazing show for me, and I actually picked it up on DVD. They they released it on a four disc DVD box set here, and it has every episode from every incarnation of it uh, as well.
1: I I don't think that one, Mask. Yeah. Was mm.
0: it crime fighters that they had these masks that gave them special powers sort of things with their
2: vehicles and such? Yeah, their ve- the vehicles kind of transformed. They have multiple forms. So like the main guy, he's got a race car, which turns into a jet plane. Um, and the main bad guy has a helicopter, which turns into a jet. They have a motorbike, which turns into a helicopter, a um, SUV that turns into a tank. What else do they have? I oh, uh, was—I swear there was like a, like a Camaro or something that turned into a plane. If I remember yeah, that correctly. was that was the that was the main one. That was the race car. Oh, okay, and there was the with, with the gullwing doors.
1: Yeah, which it is sounds funny, vaguely when first familiar, watched. but I I can't remember it. I can't put a, any sort of picture to it.
2: Yeah, and and it was all based around the fact that they had these masks, which they wore like these helmets. They all wore, which and each of those uh, helmets oh. has a special power as well. So, like one guy could uh, levitate things with his, another guy could shoot uh, stilettos from it. So, like these, uh, like, spears from it. Another guy could, or uh, the woman on the bad uh, team uh, could uh, uh, extend a whip out of her her head and start whipping things or grabbing things. Oh, Hmm. man, that...
0: Now I kind of want to watch those
2: episodes again.
0: <laughs> I oh. remember I tried watching <laughs> X Men the whole series because I downloaded it at one point off the torrents because they haven't the released, animated series. Yeah, they haven't released the. Well, now they finally released the DVDs for those. But I, it was so weird trying to watch that. Going, wow! And like the Transformer series and stuff was just like, wow! Did I actually like watch this as a child? Some of them have aged really
1: badly. Yeah. Yeah. The Spider Man ones. Oh God! Actually, you know what? What it didn't age badly. It's just looking at at it from a different perspective the Super Mario Brothers Super Show Ooh, the animated Super Mario that, Brothers that and was, the animated Legend of Zelda oh my looking oh. back those are terrible you know what so they
2: basically a vehicle to sell more uh, Nintendo uh, more Famicoms weren't they yeah pretty much or a NES yes it's, they
0: knew
1: it as the NES.
0: It, it's kind of funny, though, because some of the other shows that I want to see that I remember watching when I was younger was like the, the BBC, BBC show Connections, the uh, the UK show Junkyard Wars or Scrappy Challenge, that sort of stuff. I have weird tastes when I was younger. Oh, yeah. Like, there's still two oh, of yeah. Junkyard Wars.
2: And I want to see them, but the stupid BBC won't let me watch them. Yeah, uh, it was a BBC UK. The Junkyard Wars one was hosted... Oh, no, the Robot Wars oh, was yeah. hosted by... Craig Charles, who's Lister in Red Dwarf. Yeah. Um, And wasn't the American version hosted by Henry Rollins? Uh, For a short time. The Junkyard Wars
0: was Henry Rollins, and had the same uh, girl for a bit. God, it was so weird seeing Henry Rollins. And my brother was like, "Who? Do you know who that is?" I'm like, "No." And then he played me some of his. Uh, he had a he had a one
2: man show, and so my brother played me some of that. Weird. I see Henry Rollins whenever he comes to Perth. I actually met Henry Rollins on my 25th birthday. That that was my <laughs> birthday present. I got to go. I forced myself to for once go backstage, wait out by the uh, dressing room doors, and with a bunch of other people and get to meet Henry Rollins. Oh, nice. So what else would I want to see? The Wacky Races. Those were always fun. Oh, I love the Wacky Races. The old... Actually, do you remember uh, the Hanapurra. offshoot of Wacky Races? Um, the Stop the Pigeon Show? No. There was an offshoot of Wacky Races? It's basically... It's basically uh, it uses Dick Dastardly again, and okay. Muttley, but it's all, the, it's all basically the bad guys all trying to stop a carrier pigeon, and they're all in planes. What? It's... It's, uh, it was an old Saturday morning cartoon around the same time as Wacky Races. I don't know whether it was a case of uh, Wacky Races spun this show off or this show spun off Wacky Races. But the theme song was it Stop the Pigeon, Stop the Pigeon, Stop the Pigeon Now. It was dastardly
0: and muttly in their flying machines, sometime mistakenly known as Stop the Pigeon, after
1: the show's working
0: that's title it. and theme song. So that was spun <laughs> off in 1969. Wow, that's old. <laughs> oh, dude. They have the entire w- series of wacky races on DVD now.
2: Oh God, oh, nice. including commentary on various episodes. <laughs> and uh Tom and Jerry, I used to love. My my dad actually bought all of Tom wait, wait, and Jerry wait, wait. on DVD. Commentary by, by whom?
1: I I don't know. Com- it
0: says like commentary the people on various who, episodes.
2: Who wrote the show have to be dead by now. The show is what forty years old. Yeah. Well, like they can have commentary by the voice actors. Yeah. Although I'm mostly thinking of Tom and Jerry there. Oh, man. The Slag Brothers, the Gruesome
0: Twosome. Damn it, now I'm in Wikipedia. I need to stop this. Save yourself. What was the Haunted House one in Wacky Races? Oh, uh, Lurch and Somebody Else or something like that, if I remember correctly.
2: Mm, that uh, oh. a girl who won, or the really good-looking guy. Was it uh, Peter Perfect, maybe? or? Yes, Peter Perfect. Yeah. And
0: Penelope Pitstop. Yep. Yeah. Mm. Get off okay, Wikipedia, yeah, yeah, Andy. Yeah, we, we need to we need to wrap this up somehow. I can't think of anything. <laughs> I I don't think we can. <laughs> oh
2: man, it's two thirty in the morning. I ain't thinking of anything right now. Yeah, because right, where where can, like, people, of go
0: to sleep. Of where can people go to see or hear more of you?
2: Uh, they can find me at the newly redesigned LeapFix.net, um, which is my podcast with my co-host Grum and Noodles and occasionally our friend Diva, all of us from Perth. So, uh, yeah, if you want to hear some more Aussies there, feel free to drop in. Uh, we also have uh, show suggestions and things like that. We actually got one of our first today. Um, someone wants to know what key, or what was our first video console and first game for that console. Oh, and um, I have to steal that for a random time. That's going way better back. That, that would, I, th- I thought that was a brilliant topic, weirdly enough, suggested by some guy in Norway. I have a listener in Norway. I know how that we feels. I don't know how, but... We just, yeah, we, we, we know
1: how that feels. We, yeah. At one point we had listeners in Iraq and it's then like, we figured out it must be like American troops.
2: Possibly. I mean, isn't uh, Carl could think still of. there? Uh, he's back. Yeah. So, yeah, but, um, yes, uh, www.leapbix.net. From there, we actually have a bunch of links to show social networks and Facebook pages and Twitters and all sorts of crap. So, yeah, drop by, say hello. All right. Well, I, Dave, I guess that's the end of the show. That That's it. Yeah, yeah I think so. All right. It's been fun. Woo!